All right, what's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you to another week of the Sleeping Giants podcast presented to you by Double TV with Mike and Terrence. What's going on, Mike? Not much, brother. What's going on? Uh, not much, man. Uh, exciting week, man. We got a lot of good stuff we're going to cover, and uh, I think everybody will be pleased to hear with the stuff that we're going to drop this week. Yeah, definitely. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff to talk about, so I'm excited to get into it, too. Yeah, let's start it off with Riri, her halftime performance. Uh, what were your thoughts? And, um, you know, did, did she, de- you know, deliver the way everybody anticipated? Well, uh, you know, I know a lot of people had their feelings about uh, the performance. I, I saw a lot of criticism on social media. Some people saying that the whole performance was uh, basically uh, mixed and mastered and there wasn't very much live singing going on. And then uh, there was even some critiques of the amount of uh, dancing and singing that she did. I saw from some people, but uh, I mean, taking everything into consideration, her being pregnant, you know, being suspended up in the air while performing and then a 13 minute performance at that, I thought it was impressive. And I didn't have any, uh, any critiques of it personally. Right. Yeah, I thought she did a good job. I mean, again, people have to remember that a lot of times singers, when they do performances, they have either background singers or they may have like a background track to cover like all those vocals because when they, people got to realize singers, you know, they do like a lot of overdubs and things of that nature. So it's not like she can do a hundred voices or whatever at one time. So I thought she did a pretty good job in my opinion. Uh, the criticism I saw on my timeline was a lot of people because I got a lot of people from the uh, faith community on my timeline and a lot of them was critiquing it saying it was a, a ritual or devil worship but in my opinion I, I didn't dive that deep into it um, me personally if, if I don't know somebody personally then I don't try to uh, come at them from that angle I think sometimes it's easy to try to judge somebody from afar when you don't know them personally and um, I think sometimes, um, you know, so maybe it's easy for Christians sometimes when they, they're not doing all that they should do to try to blame somebody else uh, while the world is in the condition that is in instead of looking themselves in, in the mirror. That's my opinion on it. But in my opinion, I thought Riri did a good job, especially to be gone for music for, you know, five, six years. And then vocally, you know, uh, I thought her voice sounded pretty good. Yeah, I saw uh, some of those same critiques that you uh, mentioned on my timeline as well. And I mean, I think there's a lot of that in uh, as far as things, like you said, if you're looking hard enough, you can find a lot of those things in a lot of your favorite artist music, not just, you know, people like Rihanna or people like that. So I think, you know, people... If you look hard enough, you can find what you're looking for. I, I don't. I choose, like you said, not to look that deeply into any of that. I just saw it as a performance and saw it for that. And for that, I thought it was cool. Yeah, same, same here, same here. Uh, I don't know if I would say it would like crack the top five uh, Super Bowls I've seen or whatever. But I mean, but she definitely held her own, in my opinion. I remember um, going back to. Um, it was years for a while. A lot of them got trashed, like after Beyonce and, and Bruno Mars, like 
But people got to realize Beyonce and Bruno Mars can't do it every year. You know what I'm saying? We got to have some, uh, you know, different people doing it. Yeah, what was the one um, that was really, uh, really got critiqued pretty hard? I think it was uh, Maroon uh, 5. Maybe? Yeah, Maroon 5. Yeah, Maroon 5 yeah, got critiqued really one. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real bad. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, that one got critiqued pretty hard. I, I know the weekend got some a lot of critiques as well, but yeah, I, I thought I thought it was dope, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's transition, man, to the NBA All-Star weekend. I haven't got a chance to watch anything yet. Um, but I am gonna watch the game tonight. So I got that mark to watch the game because I do watch it every year. We already know they don't play no defense until like the fourth quarter, and then when the game is getting tight. Then they start uh, locking in. Now, at least I've stuck with the um, All-Star game, man. I stopped watching the Pro Bowl a long time ago. Like, they don't even, like, block no more. They just snap and, and stand up. So I just stopped watching that. I just felt it was a waste of time. I don't blame you. I really don't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, every year they have the celebrity game. Uh, so, you know, there's tons of celebrities there. Uh couple that I can think. They had a couple of uh, NFL guys there. I know DJ Metcalf was a part of the actual uh, celebrity game. Uh, Albert Pujols was as well. Mm. Uh, Janelle Monet was there. Uh, then different people you see in the crowd. All kinds of rappers. Corday was there. 21 Savage, Fat Joe, and different people like that. Uh, as far as the skills competition, they had a, a, the Utah Jazz had a team of Jordan Clarkson, uh, Colin Sexton, who went to Alabama, and uh, West, uh, uh, Walker Kessler, I'm sorry, who went to Auburn. And then there was a team rookies with Jabari Smith, who also went to Auburn, uh, Paulo Bancaro, and Jaden Ivey. And then there was uh, the Antetokounmpo brothers, and Team Jazz won that. The three-point contest was pretty good. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton hit 31 in the first round. Uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Dame Dollar, Buddy Hill, some other notable names in there. Ended up coming down to Dame Dollar and Buddy Hill. And Dame won by one point, which was pretty awesome. And Dame's been in it, you know, I think this was his third time in it. So to see him finally get that W, and uh, right down the street from his uh, college, too, where he played in college, was pretty dope. So that was cool. Yeah. And then uh, the slam dunk contest was Trey Murphy from New Orleans, uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. from the Rockets, uh, Jericho Sims from the Knicks, and Matt McClellan, who is currently playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, Matt McClellan won the slam dunk contest, so that was cool. And my only critique on the whole weekend this, this thus far there was a lot of uh talk from the commentators i can't remember exactly which ones it, which one it was but they kept saying oh well uh, matt mcclung nobody knew you before tonight but tonight you're a star or everybody knows your name now and it's like no like a lot of people have known who matt mcclung was before he even got to the nba he was a youtube sensation for his high school dunks and stuff like that for years. So, like, just because they didn't know who Mac McClung was just kind of bothered me that they just kept running with that narrative. Oh, well, nobody knew you before tonight, but the world knows you now. But other than that, I thought it was cool. Yeah. And uh, one more thing I want to mention. 
Uh, going into the last round of the slam dunk contest, uh, they played a De La Soul song much more, which happens to be one of my favorite De La Soul songs. And uh, obviously with the passing of uh, True Goy from De La, obviously I'm sure that they were thinking about that. And that was kind of like a shout out to him, or, you know, some reverence to him and his family. Uh, so, yeah, and we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, yeah, like I said, I look forward to the game tonight. Um, is Giannis playing tonight? I know he was supposed to be injured or whatever. I'm really not sure, to be honest. I know he was uh, coaching on the sidelines, and he did some of the stuff, like I said, in the skills competition, so I don't see why he wouldn't play. But Yeah. But there are a lot of guys who are currently injured who aren't going to play more than likely. Steph Curry being one mm-hmm. and a couple of other guys. So, you know, I'm still sure it'll be an interesting game, though. It's been a better All-Star weekend thus far than I expected it, to be honest, honestly. Right. And the best slam dunk contest, honestly, we've probably seen in a, in a few years because, you know, that's kind of – it's really either hit or miss for real. So Right. Yeah, I know they're gonna yeah. re-air it, so I, I get a chance to to catch all that. Yesterday, I was just slammed, so I didn't get a chance to to catch it. But I uh, definitely look forward to the game tonight, and you know we'll kind of retouch on the game, you know, next week in, in our episode. Uh, man, we're transitioning sure. to Ice T. Man, one of my uh, just one of the guys who I look at as a pioneer uh for for west coast music he really put it down he really inspired nwa uh ice cube snoop uh even eminem you know a lot of guys got inspired by what ice t did and you know i remember him he's like one of the to me he's like the first you know that i can remember you know guys to uh rap and then transition to to acting he's been on law and order svu forever uh, but yesterday, well, last week he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was there with his family and uh, some of the cast of Law and Order. Dick Wolf was there, so you know, shout out to Ice T. Yeah, thanks. Big shout out to Ice T. Uh, been doing it for a long time in the music game, and obviously, like you said, one of the, the first guys that was on that level in the music game that we can remember that transition to acting. And I mean, even though he hasn't done a whole, whole lot on the big screen, you know, TV acting is just as important and just as valuable. So, you know, that's obviously a dope thing. And to see, you know, the guy who uh, once had, you know, a band like (laughs) Body Count, Mm -hmm. you know, to be playing a cop on Law & Order, like, man, that's a huge 360. So that's a big shout out. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, about account, those guys still performing, man. Still dropping albums. Yeah, sure. um, you know, other thing too. I think he did such a good job on New York Undercover when he was featured. Man, that probably really got him that role in Law and Order. But you know, this guy's been on screen with Denzel and you know a lot of people, man. So he's been putting it down for a long time. And I mean, he's a great actor. Like you, you really have to give him his credit. He's been doing it long enough, and right. he's shown you know that he's got the chops for it. So yeah. you got to give him the props. Oh yeah, yeah. He's at Snoop, Ludacris. You know, a lot of people over the years have been on Law and Order. Um, so you know, shout out to them. Absolutely. Yeah, next up, man. Uh, Dr. Dre celebrates a birthday, man. Dr. Dre just turned fifty-eight. Um, but 
still putting it down, man. I look forward to the Missionary album that him and Snoop supposed to be dropping this year. Uh, you know, Dre is like a pioneer. He's one of the uh, legends in, in this game, man. Yeah, I think Dre is supposed to be doing something else with somebody or something with somebody else this year that I can't think about right now. I, it might come to me later. We'll touch back on it if it does. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Dre. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, we got new new albums, man. We're going to get into them. Uh, we'll start it off with uh, Marlon Craft, Space 2. Um, man, I really enjoy Marlon Craft. You know, you put me uh, on to his music. Uh, I've been a fan since. Uh, I'm always interested to see what Marlon is going to drop. Definitely has a message. Um, Space 2 is the EP that we're referring to. Um the three songs it really it's six songs on the album, but the highlights for me would be "I Still Don't Cry," which there's a music video for. Like that song a lot. Uh, "Dear Life," and then "Human First. Uh, those albums, uh, those songs really stood out to me, and uh, it was dope to hear his grandmother on the album as well. Yeah, definitely. We spoke on Marlon a few times on the pod before. Uh, I'm a big fan of him, his message, like you said, and, and just his ability as a rapper. He's dope. And you can tell by the artists that he works with. You know, he works with a lot of other dope artists. So they respect his craft. No uh, pun intended. But uh, <laughs> but uh, for me, like you said, Space 2, uh, he did a lot of talking about mental health on this uh, project. So that was cool to see him touch on different things like that. Um, for me, Highlights would be Don't Cry, uh, Window Cracked, and Dear Life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Marlon Craft. You guys, make sure you check out Space 2. It's a great EP. Absolutely. Uh, next up, man, we got Styles P. Pen Ultimate. A Calm Wolf is still a wolf. Man, yes, Styles, man, he's just, you know, he's a legend. Uh, the bars are still crisp and sharp, man. I really enjoyed it. I was um, um, sending you a couple of voice messages of some bars. Like, man, this is, like that's crazy. Some of the stuff he was saying on this album. Uh, the highlights for me would be Death Before Dishonor. Uh, Porsche Lights. I like that one a whole lot. Uh, what You Want to Do. Uh, Peaceful Crazy. And then probably my favorite song on there is uh, Cried on Sunday. I like that a whole lot. And then I like at the end of the song how he went through all the days of the week. It was kind of like it was short, but it was still dope how he kind of closed out the song. Like, let you know, like, this is a vet, you know, that that we're talking about. No, big thanks. And um, you said a lot of the stuff that I was thinking. So I'm going to just uh, piggyback on that. Uh like you said, lots of bars. I mean, Styles, we've talked about how he's kind of just been in his bag really for like a couple a couple of years now, straight consistently. And I don't even know if people are really paying attention to it like that. But yeah, he's been wilding. Uh, like you said, Death Before Dishonor, Porsche Lights was dope. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, I Ain't Doing Too Much and Haunted House as well. Yeah. Uh, what, what You Want to Do, Peaceful Crazy. I like Blood Money as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Cried on Sunday was super dope. Yeah. So yeah, super dope project. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, definitely. You guys check out Styles P. Uh, next up, we got Lil Yachty. Let's start here. I'll let you start this one off. Man, okay. 
I didn't know what to expect. I've never really listened to a little Gotti project before. Now we did kind of have a little bit of uh, knowledge that it was supposed to be a rock album. I think I'd read that somewhere on the net and uh, we might've re- talked about it briefly on the last part, but uh, man, uh, like the vibes on this album were just kind of like all over the place. Like there were moments where I, I kind of had to kind of look at, you know, my phone and like, what am I, who am I listening to again? Like yeah. it was crazy. Uh, man, I got Pink Floyd vibes from the album. I got uh, Radiohead vibes from the album. I got Tyler, the Creator vibes. I got Childish Gambino vibes, Andre 3000 vibes, like all kinds of stuff. But anyways, highlights for me, uh, the Black Seminole, Failure, The Zone was one of my favorite songs on the whole project. Uh, Drive Me Crazy is crazy, fire. I've officially lost vision was also pretty, pretty crazy and fire. Uh, Paint the sky, the alchemist, and reach for the sunshine. So, man, to sum up everything I've said, uh, it's 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 really I was thoroughly impressed. I really didn't know what to expect, Mm -hmm. And, and. Especially from a, a Lil Yachty rap or rock album, sorry, yeah. but it's pretty dope, man. I gotta give him his props. Yeah, I, I agree. I was I listened to this album in the uh, steam room. Actually, uh, they have like you can listen to like YouTube in there, and I was listening to the album. It's dope, man. I mean, I I enjoyed it as well. Um, shout out to whoever the musicians were on this project. I thought the album was well produced. I thought the musicians did a great job. I love a lot of the bass and guitar riffs. So, yeah, it was real good. Um, highlights for me would be Running Out of Time, uh, Pretty, Drive Me Crazy, uh, Black Seminole, uh, Say Something, and Reach the Sunshine. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm like you. I've never listened to a little Yachty album before. Uh, I've heard singles, but never an album, but... I was thoroughly impressed as well. I, I thought he did a good job, and I think this is a a good lane for him to um, to stay in. Actually, I definitely think you know it opens up his his audience and maybe the type of people who would be open to listening to his music now. And I think it opens up a lot of uh, different opportunities for him as an artist now. So, right. <laughs> shout out to Yachty, man. Yeah. Uh, next up, is it Wale the Sage? Was that right? Yes, Wale the Sage. Wale the Sage. I ain't gonna lie. This might be the album of, of the week for me. This album was crazy. Uh, Running from Time, okay. this album. Uh, I loved it, man. I thought he had bars. Uh, everything you was looking for was on it. Uh, his rapping, um, the visuals, everything was just real well done. Uh, highlights for me would be Running from Time. Uh, stuck in my mind uh, 222 was crazy like he just like went off on that one and then uh, everybody dies it's a short album but it's definitely worth every minute in my opinion yeah I'm right there with you it's only like nine tracks but uh, his rapping ability I thought was really special when I first heard of him so that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to you know listen to his album this week 
And uh, I was thoroughly impressed myself. Uh, highlights for me would be Blue, uh, Don't Remind Me, 222, as you said, Everybody Dies, and Love Is. So shout out to all the Sage. Definitely be checking out more or checking for more of him and more of his music going forward. So, uh, yeah, dope project. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, man, Ruben Vincent, Love is War. Another very impressive uh, album. Uh, he has a lot of visuals for this particular album as well. He's on Rock Nation. Uh, I loved it, man. Um, Money was fire. Uh, February 13th with Rap City. She went off. Uh, great song. Great video as well. Uh, Trickin' fe featuring Damani. Uh, great video as well for that one. And uh, Point of View. Uh, those were my highlights. But I, I love this album as well. Uh, his rapping ability is very uh, good. And his bars and structure and setup and punchlines, everything is real, uh, very well done. Yeah, I like Ruben Vincent too. Uh, yeah, Rock Nation, I think by way of Jamla Records, which is Ninth Wonders uh, label, if I'm not mistaken. Shout okay. out Ninth Wonders. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Love is War is the name of the project. Uh, definitely, like you said, uh, a lyricist. Uh, but he can kind of jump into kind of a couple different bags, you know, as far as his production goes. He's not necessarily confined to one sound. So I thought that that was cool, too. Um, Butterfly Doors is definitely a, a highlight for me. Gishi uh, Sway, I like that one, too. Like you said, Money. Uh, Time Flies with the Janet Jackson sample was dope to me. Yeah. Uh, February 13th is crazy, man. Him and Rhapsody both went crazy on that track. Uh, especially Rhapsody. Rhapsody was crazy. Yeah. Shout out to Rhapsody. Yeah. Hey, she came back and did a second verse. Man, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, and then I, I like uh creatively what he did with the track bottle service. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was creative, so I like that. And um, and yeah, uh, tricking with Damani, obviously, you know, being Tip and Tiny Son, you know, mm -hmm. that's a. Uh, I like his choice of uh of uh collaboration. His uh the people he's choosing to collab with, the production. So I just like the whole vision of what he had for this project and what he's trying to do with it. So, right, yeah, yeah, same here. I, I enjoyed it, and it's good to see Damani even on this because um, just because Ti is his father doesn't mean that he has to do that type of music. So it's cool to see him maybe experimenting and doing something uh, totally different. We're going to talk about another uh, legend son uh, when we do singles as well, like his his um music choices are different as well yeah uh and hopefully uh Jamani drops the project this year because i heard a few of his songs i haven't listened to a whole album yet mm. but all of the songs that he's put out i've liked and his style seems very different from tips in general so right. i kind of like what he's doing i think you know he's kind of found the lane for himself that works and yep. he's doing his thing so yeah yeah facts yeah, you guys definitely check check out Ruben Vincent, Love is War. Great project. Again, all these projects that we covered this week, uh, I'm impressed with all of them. So I think it'd be worth your time to check them out. Absolutely. Uh, new singles, Mike. What we got, man? Okay, so first we had Papoose and Jim Jones making plays. What did you think about that? Yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, you know, uh, Papoose uh, just... 
He took over a job somewhere. Um, I forgot what company it is, but he's going to oversee the, the hip-hop division of this particular uh, department. So it was great to see Pat making big moves, doing new things. And um, I think Jim Jones, to me, he's always been probably um, him and Hell Rail have been my two favorite guys from uh, Dipset. But Jim has gotten so much better over the years at, as a rapper. So I, I enjoyed the song. Big facts, yeah. The, anybody who listened to Jim Jones in recent years should clearly be able to see his improvement as a rapper from, you know, back in the day. So, yeah, big, big shout out to Jim Jones for still caring about the craft and, 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 and wanting to improve as an artist. And shout out to Pal, you know, definitely dope song, dope, dope collab. So shout out to both of them. Yeah. Um, next, we got Kevin Gates' Breakfast. Uh, I'll start this one off. Um, Kevin Gates, Kevin talking, hey, he's wilding out on the song, isn't it? <laughs> Kevin Gates is a trip, man. Yeah. Um, this is the one thing I'll say about Kevin Gates, and this is what I say about Kevin Gates anytime anybody asks me about him. Um, I think he can rap, I think his production is dope. Is some of the subject matter and the things that he be talking about specifically for me or something that I agree with or that I represent? Not necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, but I'll never take away that the man has talent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, it's not as wild as some of his songs are as far as some of the content. I've heard a lot worse as far as, you know. <laughs> 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 some of the stuff we be talking about so yeah. you know this was kind of on the milder side I guess but uh, it was cool I really got no complaints I right. thought it was cool right yeah it, 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 it was cool I mean it was crazy at the end of the video how they showed the girl's face for extended amount of time and everything he was referencing in the song but I just but yeah it, it was cool though you know uh, you know shout out to Kevin Kev, Kevin Gates man yeah yeah. No doubt. Um, <laughs> next, we got Logic Paradise Two. No, what did you think about that one? One with Nora Jones. Yeah, I, I liked it, man. Yes. Um, he can rap, man. I mean, he's you know I look forward to his album. Man, he's dropping a lot of singles. Like this album might be super long because he's putting out so many singles. But I definitely look forward to it. Um, I think he's off to a good start, and I haven't heard anything from Nora Jones in years, so it's good. To, you know, see her still passionate about music, but I thought overall it was a good single. Yeah, interesting collab, but it worked. It worked really well. Uh, the beat was dope. Like you said, Nora Jones did her thing, and uh, we actually got another Logic Project, uh, song on this list that we'll get to later, right. which I think just yesterday or the day before. So, like you said, a lot of stuff coming from Logic. Obviously, he's got a project coming out soon, and it looks like uh, this could possibly be a long one because he's got a lot of uh, singles out right now. So shout out to Logic. Uh, yeah. And on that note, we will go to Eric Bellinger featuring Fabulous and Corday Curious. Um, this was cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, Eric Bellinger is the dope singer, obviously. Uh, Fab, you know, is the feature monster. Wow. Been the feature monster for years, so you know he's always gonna do his thing. And I like Corday's verse on here too, so I I really enjoyed this. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was fire, man. You know, it's funny. I I heard a a fabulous song last night. Um, 
maybe we can cover it next week. But it was fire, man. So it's good to see Fab getting back out there doing some stuff. Uh, I know he was featured also on the uh, Algorithm album with Snoop that we talked about. So yeah, Fab been making his rounds lately. And then Corday, obviously, I'm still bumping that Two Tens uh, record with, with Anderson Pack. So it's good to see Corday just going crazy as well. Yeah, no doubt. It was a great song. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed it too. Uh, next, we got Lizzo featuring SZA special. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed this track. Uh, production is fire. Uh, SZA killed this song, in my opinion. Like she just destroyed it. Um, Lizzo, I like Lizzo, and I like what she stands for. Yeah. So. I think this uh, song is just another representation of what she stands for and what she's about with her music. And it's about making people feel good. Right. So I thought it was dope. Shout out to Lizzo and shout out to SZA. What did you think? Yeah, I'm a big fan, man. I, I like Lizzo. I think Lizzo is, is dope. Um, SZA, she's on fire right now. Um, but I mean, man, she's like, a lot of her stuff is even being played on um, like the pop stations and stuff too, man. So SZA is on fire right now. But yeah, I, I like I like this collab. I thought um, Lizzo and both of them did a great job. But I'm a huge fan of Lizzo. I think she's um, just her music and everything that, that she represents is a good lane for her. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. So shout out to both of them. Uh, next, we got a newcomer to the pod, NF with Hope. What'd you think about that one? Yeah, the video was crazy. Uh, long song, man. He was just barring out, you know, just going off. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, I enjoyed the visuals on it as well. And uh, I've heard a couple other songs from from him. Uh, so I look forward to seeing what what else he's gonna do in this year. But overall, the song was great. Yeah, like you said, long video, uh, long song as well. Uh, and he kind of has like. I guess this is kind of like maybe his thing with the beats. They're very like cinematic mm -hmm. and uh and kind of grandiose in a way. And you know, like you said, he you know kind of switches his mood from how the track may be intense at one part, and he may you know raise this level of intensity, or then right. he may drop it for you know the next part where it's a little more mellow. And I think he does good in that lane and and at that type of music. So. You know, just another example of that. So I thought it was cool for that. No doubt. Yeah, facts. Uh, next, we got J.I. with Star Power. Uh, J.I. was formerly on the television show uh, The Rap Game with Jermaine Dupree. Uh, at that point, he went by the Prince of New York. And now he's uh, doing his thing as a solo artist. And he's got this record, Star Power, uh, Star Power out. Uh, you know, for those who have seen J.I. from the Prince of New York rap game days to now, he's definitely changed his style a little bit. He was a lot more lyrical and uh, things like that before. Now he kind of, you know, sings a lot more. He's got kind of the audio tune thing and uh, very melodic, a lot more melodic than I ever imagined he would be back in those days. But he's got a little lane. And, and he's found a nice lane and a nice, you know, kind of niche for what he does. And his videos do very great numbers. And, and, you know, so I'm, you know, happy for him and what he's got going on. Uh, the song's kind of short, but, you know, I thought it was cool. I thought the hook was, you know, kind of simple, but, you know, it's effective. 
So I thought it was cool. Right. Yeah, it's lyric video. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I got a chance to kind of I was reading the lyrics and, and listening to it. But yeah, it's kind of catchy. I, I wasn't um up to speed with his background um until you just you know broke it down or whatever. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what he does. You know, he has a lane open. Maybe he feels with the the way the you know melodic stuff is kind of hitting right now. That's you know something to do. We, we saw Nick Grant do that, who's super lyrical, but um this album kind of had some outcast uh vibes to it you know the one that we covered uh last year so we'll see what you know the young man is going to do but overall i thought it was pretty cool song yeah thanks uh next we got babyface ray and 42 doug with ron artist fire bro i I love this song man i thought the song was crazy man i love the video it was was fire man I, i like that one a lot i was like Man, it's kind of fire right here. Yeah. Yeah, 42 Doug went crazy to me. Like, yeah, yeah I, I I thought I really liked this one too and wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, but I was like, yeah, this is kind of fire right here. Yeah. So I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Uh, next, we got French Montana featuring Too Rare, Rock, rock Top Top. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it, was, it was cool. I mean, yeah, I mean he does this these type of songs or whatever, but it works for him. You know, it, it works for him. Um, you know, it's crazy. I was coming back from somewhere. I think I was coming back from Destin. I was listening to uh Mopstick with him and Kodak Black. That's probably like my favorite song on that album he put out like uh two years ago. So I was bumping that a couple of days ago. But yeah, it's, it's a cool song. I mean, definitely gonna get, you know, a lot of play. I can probably imagine it's getting played in the clubs or whatever, so you know, French doing what, what French does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a total dance record, total club record, and it's going to definitely do good in those types of circles. Maybe not the best, you know, song for just, you know, cruising in the car listening, but in those circles and the club uh, scene and all of that, it's definitely something that most people are probably going to be hearing and probably going to be requesting. So yeah. shout out to French on that. Yeah. Quando uh, Rondo. Me first, uh, Quando Rondo again, man. Uh, yeah. I have he's on like I've heard maybe three or four songs in the past couple of weeks, and every song he's putting out, I'm liking all of them. Yeah. Uh, this is another example, I like this one as well. So, yeah, I got nothing negative to say. I, I thought it, the video was dope, the visual was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Quando Rondo, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I think he had like two million subs on YouTube, man. So he's starting to kind of catch some uh, some traction. But yeah, I enjoyed the last one that we covered a couple weeks ago. Um, was it Long Live Path? I, I think was the name of it. He's talking about his friend who had passed. But I enjoyed this one as well. Enjoyed the video also. So I look forward to uh upcoming project from Quando. No, thanks. Uh, next, we got IDK with Radioactive. Uh, now, this was interesting because uh, I think I mentioned on the pod last year that IDK put out a house album before Chris Brown and Beyonce did, mm. and that nobody said anything about it. Like, they just kind of went under the radar. And this is kind of like, you know, in that same vein mm-hmm. uh, as far as the production. So I thought it was cool. Uh, and it wasn't a huge surprise to me because I've seen IDK do songs like this in the past. So mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. I enjoyed it. A uh, dope visual, and yeah, shout out to IDK. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm a hey, I love him, man. I, I love his music. Um I think I referenced this um album what two years ago as a classic on, on the pod. So yeah, I, I like uh I like his music. I like what he does and I think he's real talented, man. I think I just think he just needs like a machine or like a bigger push behind him. He could really pop, but I think the guy's got like a lot of talent. I think, you know, whether it's uh very apparent to, you know, everyone in the game, I definitely think people are catching on to what he's doing and his talent. And that machine may be, you know, getting behind him as we speak. So <laughs> we'll see. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Um Next, we got Ruben Vincent and Rhapsody with February 13th. Uh, we spoke briefly about this during uh, our talk about Ruben Vincent's album. Mm -hmm. But uh, once again, the visual was dope. Uh, yeah. I thought uh, Rhapsody went crazy yeah. on uh, her two verses. Ruben Vincent's verse was incredible as well. Mm -hmm. I thought they both were fire and... Uh, and both were great. Uh, both did their thing, and I thought it was a great song, great video, and I thought it was dope. Hey, I agree, a hundred percent. Nothing to add. You covered it perfectly. Okay. Uh, next we got Lotto and Lou Kala with Lottery. Um, I like this, bro, a lot. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I like this is because I feel like uh, I kind of, I personally feel like Lotto has been trying to get onto the pop charts, you know, I think that was a lot of her uh her uh motivation behind making the big energy song. Mm -hmm. And I think that that works, you know, I think it worked to her for her to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But this song right here, I think this is if that's if I'm right in assuming that she's trying to get on the pop charts, I think this is gonna be the one that does it. Yeah. I really think this is the one. Yeah, hey, great song. Um She's another one. Uh, when I was referencing SZA, um, they play a lot of Lotto like on pop stations because I listen to you know some pop music as well to kind of stay on top of what's what's out and what everybody's doing. But yeah, Lotto is one that I'm hearing on those pop stations, man. So like you said, I think she is. Um, this is smart for her, you know, that she can do a song with Lil Bootsy and then she can do something that's on on the pop stations. And uh, but yeah, I think she has the potential in my personal opinion to probably be the biggest female rapper in the game right now. I mean, I think she has a lot of potential and these types of records definitely open her up to a bigger audience. And I think uh, that she did a good job on just capitalizing, especially dropping this right after the big energy song. I think the timing is great. So right. I think she's capitalizing on, you know, the moment and a lot of the attention that she has right now and she's you know making making good by dropping good music so shout out to lotto on that facts uh next we got logic with wake up uh, um this one i enjoyed even more than the first song uh the video was dope Fire. Fire. uh yeah um the beat i thought was dope uh and Logic's really rapping, and he's actually talking about some stuff. Not yeah. that Logic ever, you know, is not talking about something. But, right. you know, sometimes you can be a little rappy-rappy, and sometimes you have a little of a message. And he definitely had more of a message on this one. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was dope. Uh, all around, like I said, uh, looking forward to this Logic project to see exactly, you know, what 
what it, right. what all of this sounds like together. But mm-hmm. he's on a nice little streak with these singles right now. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What'd you think? Yeah, definitely. I thought the last album he put out last year with um but Ninth Wonder did a lot of the uh, beats on it. I think it kind of went un- under the radar more than it should have. Um, yeah, Vinyl Days. Yeah, Vinyl Days. Yeah, the the, uh, the visual for this is fire, man. It's like a lot going on in the house. Um, but he's talking, you know, talking about the struggles of a black man. And uh, what was that one bar? Um, uh, the pursuit of a bachelor about to stop to pick up a spatula. That, that was fire, you know, like he was going mm-hmm. off. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, we got Jaden with "Still in Love." Uh, I I like Jaden Smith's music. I like Jaden Smith music. I think he's uh tried to branch out and do a lot of different things. Uh, he's kind of had some rock influence on some of his music as well, and different mm-hmm. things like that. So, but I like his uh his willingness to try different things and his creativity and uh. This one I feel is kind of more back in the uh, the bag of what I think people kind of knew him for or expected from him mm-hmm. when he first came out. But I still like it. I like and I like what he did with it. So it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Uh, the vis- you know the visuals were really good, um, which to be expected. I mean, the guy you know makes movies and stuff, so I, I knew the the visual you know would be fire and. and put together well but yeah I, I enjoyed the song it kind of had like some trippy um kind of spaced out type of music or whatever but i think it's fire man i mean it just kind of shows his diversity and um he's already you know like a different type of guy anyway so i thought uh everything he did just kind of fits his um personality so it's like him being him but he's you know expressing himself you know the way that he is talking about still being in love the last scene i remember he was in like the phone booth screaming or whatever so yeah it was was fire video yeah no doubt i enjoyed it too um we got Flo millie with nasty dancer (laughs) shout out to Flo millie from alabama so every time she drops you know we're gonna look out for her um obviously you know reference to the kilo ali track and uh you know Flo millie's kind of got her her own style, you know, and kind of like a little vibe that she has with her music. Mm-hmm. And I, this was right at the back of what I'm used to from her. So I thought it was dope. Um, no complaints. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, look forward to seeing what she's going to do. Uh, it's great to hear, you know, somebody from our state, which is um, Alabama, doing something. Um, I think she had like half a million subs. So, you know, it's fire, man, to see her, you know, just um, elevating. I know we covered another song on, on the podcast, but it just seems like ever since then, she's gotten, like, even better. So, you know, we definitely want to, you know, support her as much as we can. Absolutely. She's definitely growing, not only as an artist, but growing her fan base as well. So, shout out to Flo Millie. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Tech 9 with Tell Everyone. Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed this one as well. I mean, it's Tech Nine bars. The beat was cool. The flow is always gonna be crazy. Hook was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, hook was fire. Yeah. Nothing negative to say. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, 
And next, we will move to Polo OG and Future, No Time Wasted. I enjoyed this one, too. Uh, kind of had the football uh, uh, vibe going in the video. Kind of reminded me of uh, Any Given Sunday a little bit. Or maybe like uh, something like Remember the Titans or something like that. But uh, uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, Future's verse was cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No right. complaints on that one either. Yeah, I remember we covered his album on the uh, podcast before. Um, I think Polo G, man, to me, he's like one of the most talented younger guys that's out. You know, guys that do, I guess, if you want to say auto-tune rap or whatever. But for some reason, I, I seem to gravitate towards his music a little bit more than some of the other more popular guys or guys uh, you know, that people may perceive to be popping or whatever. But I, I like Polo G. Yeah, I like his music too. Uh, I haven't really heard anything from him that I haven't liked. Now, granted, like we said, we listened to that album last year, but uh, outside of that, I don't. I haven't listened to any other albums. But right. most of the stuff I've heard from him, I like. So shout out to Apology. Yeah, this was good too. Yeah, facts, facts. And lastly, uh, we got Larry June featuring the Alchemist "60 Days." Uh, I'll let you start this one off. Fire, man. Uh, I enjoy it. I, I like Larry June. I listened to his album um, that we covered. Um, I think, you know, just his style is unique and different. So I, I enjoyed it. The visuals were great. And Alchemist, man, you know, Alchemist had a, you know, his verse was short, but it was fire, man. Like he just, uh, you know, I, I like Alchemist rapping anyway. I know he just kind of steps back a lot, whether he's DJing for him or he's, you know, producing music for everybody and, and their mama, but he, he's dope, man. Yeah, no doubt. I was impressed. Uh, Larry June, I mean, he's consistent, consistently dope, and he can he can definitely get busy, no doubt. Um, so I'm never really su- surprised by hearing a Larry June song and liking it, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. just kind of common common nature at this point. Um, I was thir- I was thoroughly surprised by Al's verse though. Like Al kind of stepped on this. Like I was like, whoa, this was kind of fire. Like okay, Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Shout out to both of them though. Uh, right. And like you say, dope visual. Uh, just kind of puts you in the mindset of like. And it all is, you know what's funny? When I was watching the video, I was thinking, man, wouldn't it be great to just go off to like an island somewhere and like yeah. have 60 days to record a project? I was like, right. man, I could just imagine the type yeah. of stuff I could come up with. Right. Yeah. Especially that last scene when it, the camera went out and it showed the house and it, it was nice, man. It was real nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey, if that's where uh, Larry June is creating and cooking <laughs> up, no wonder why his music sounds like that. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice little vibe. And also, it's cool to see like the little setup that they use, too. You know, a couple of those videos we saw, whether it was him, uh, Quando Rondo, we saw just guys with just a laptop and a microphone, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be super, you know, uh, crazy with the visuals or the videos you know as long as you have a general idea of what you're trying to do and you can execute it you know well then yeah you can have a good video without spending you know two hundred thousand dollars so yeah and we're seeing a lot of that nowadays so right right yeah i mean uh even uh who was that we covered last week on the show um she was 
got the text message that the budget was cut, and then she started filming with the cell phone. Yeah, car phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So facts, man. Um, man, you know, heavy hearts, man. Um, to lose one of our pioneers in the game, True Gore. Um, you know, Daylight, man. I just remember um the music so much as, as a kid growing up. Um, and I remember when they was kind of, kind of um, kind of you know, I guess MIA for a minute, and then they came back with the stakes as high. Oh my God, man! It's like these guys. A different man, uh, but just lyricists. Um, I've always loved them. EPMD, you know, those were you know like groups I really enjoyed when I was like a, a, a youngin. But yeah, De La Soul, man, those guys are legends, man. But it's sad to to lose them. I don't know, that, remember they had some incident. I think they were fighting with the label, trying to get the masters back, or it was something with the music that they was kind of uh, having a discrepancy about or whatever. And even Joe Biden was uh, echoing and trying to see them, you know, get their proper, uh, you know, rights and everything that it was fighting for, for the music. But, you know, rest in peace to Dave, man. I know you're going to cover it a little bit more in detail, but I just wanted to to say that, uh, you know, we definitely lost a pioneer. Yeah, no doubt. I think, uh, what, and I could be wrong about this, but I think what you're referencing uh, with what Joe Biden was talking about I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that they just re-released uh, maybe it was uh, Three Feet High and Rising okay. and another project because of the fact that they weren't getting any money off of those projects. So I think that's what you're talking about. Right. And right. they just now got, you know, the rights to those projects to where they can actually own the masters and all of that. So yeah. I think that's what you're referring to. Right. But, um, just, you know, like you said, a uh, hip-hop legend. I mean, De La Soul, you know, one of the, you know, most iconic groups when you start talking about hip-hop. And, I mean, he went by a few names, uh, True Boy the Dove, Plug 2, uh, the one I know him most as, Dave, and his actual name, David. So um, just a little background information. Uh, he was also a member of the Collective Native Tongues. Uh, he also co-wrote the song Feel Good Ink for the Gorillas, which featured De La Soul. And he won a Grammy for that in 2006 for Best Pop Collaboration with Vocals. Uh, he was born in Bronx, New York, to Haitian parents, grew up in Long Island. Uh, he attended uh, Amityville Memorial High School in the Amityville area of Long Island. That's where he met Vincent Mason, Kevin Mercer, and Paul Houston, the other uh, members of De La, and uh, Paul Houston being uh, the producer, Prince Paul, obviously. And um, that's where they ended up forming De La Soul. And, you know, True Boy, The Dove, Maceo, Postanus were born. And, you know, when they uh, first came out, a lot of people, uh, were kind of perplexed by their style, you know, some of their fashion choices and uh, the kind of positive, uplifting messages in their music. And a lot of journalists and, uh, and critics kind of classified them as the hippies of hip hop, which was a, uh, a title, so to speak, that they weren't really, you know, they, they didn't really like and were kind of dismissive of. So uh, 
I think that's a lot of the reason why they dropped uh, the album De La Soul is Dead after that to kind of, you know, kind of get distance themselves away from that narrative that people were trying to create for them. But uh, like you said, hip hop pioneers, uh, Dave, obviously, you know, like I said, one of the pioneers, one of the founding members, one third of De La. So, you know, I'm sure uh, the rest of the members, you know, hearts are heavy. Our condolences go out to him, his family, the rest of the members of De La, uh, Prince Paul, and everybody, you know, that was just close to him and anybody, in, uh, everybody in the hip hop community, you know, who was touched by him and his music. Uh, our thoughts and prayers just go out to them, our condolences to his family. And, you know, another hip hop legend lost. And, you know, it's right. kind of how, yeah, kind of a, uh, uh, something that we kind of been seeing a lot lately. Right. Yeah. Um, Common and Nas wrote some great tributes to him and, uh, you know, uh, giving him his flowers. I was listening to uh, Shade 45 um, last week. Um, I know um, when they closed the show out, um, uh, Rude Jew had, you know, nice some nice things to say about him as well. Um, I was listening to Drama, and then when Drama went off, uh, I forgot whose show came on next, but they had like a whole set, you know, dedicated to Dela. So, but yeah, man, you know, you, you know, anybody that's young and maybe not even up to speed or even know that much about Dela, so definitely check those guys out because they are legends. Uh, they are like some of the architects who really put it down for you know a great lyricist today. So you know, check out Dela Soul if you. 25 and younger never heard of them definitely check them out absolutely yeah and uh yeah uh lastly i guess we'll go ahead and close it out with a shout out to killer cam uh recently just lost his mom so our thoughts and prayers are with him and the rest of his family uh obviously that's a difficult thing to go through so uh, we're de definitely thinking about him and and his people so shout out to cam yeah. And uh, my thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Yeah, prayers and shout—you know—shout out to Cam, man. We're praying for his family during this difficult time. Um, give everybody your social media, Mike. Yeah, it's M One C underscore C H three C K. That's Mike Chick on Instagram. Follow me there. All right, you can follow me at Terrence Hill the Great. Also, you can check me out at Terrence Hill Music. Um, on YouTube and Terrence Hill on Facebook. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this channel, share this channel, and look out for next week. We got more exciting content that's going to drop. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time.